Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Hey, Dad. How could Paul visit his alcoholic dad twice a month, but I always see you once a year? <laughs> Are you ashamed of me? What did I do wrong? And that's our cold open. Oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> You're a bitch. What do you say? <laughs> You're a monster. I can stop it if you want, but I feel like we should just go into it. I, I hate think it. we're in. I'm upset. I'm upset. Do you want me to stop? How long have you been recording? Since the Hannah Pantera like thing oh. from, from the beginning. Oh, let's keep it. Okay, we're keeping it. Because I was right. <laughs> right. Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. How are you all doing? <laughs> I'm already giving you different levels. I've already moved to the floor. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, welcome to I Can Help a Podcast. Uh, it's Sunday morning, as evident by my I went out too late voice. Paige and I both <laughs> have things going on today. It's going to be a fucking shit show, but we got this. Also, I think I'm partially drunk. Partially. Also. Well, let's keep getting more drunk. Wow! Thanks, the roommate. Thank Thanks, you. Roommate Hashtag the roommate, TM. TM. <laughs> All right. How have you been, JD? Oh my God, it's been a fucking nightmare to be alive. But you know what? We're still here. We're still here. Unfortunately, we did it. It's it's a great. Um, you know how Malin Ackerman fell in Watchmen when she was on Mars with um fucking Doctor Manhattan, and she's like, "I'm the joke," and then it pulls back to reveal that they're in a giant smiley face, and she was the joke. That's how I feel. Like that's every day of my life. Nothing. <laughs> At least I'm hot though. <laughs> You are. Thank you. Indeed. <laughs> All right. Well, I am fine. <laughs> <laughs> you I'm, announced to me that you're a part of the, this new lesbian throuple. Tell me what that's about. I'm trying so hard, you guys. <laughs> it's really difficult, and I'm very upset that I'm not a lesbian. I'm trying very hard. I'm attending classes. <laughs> There's how to use a ladder. There's a seminars, and I just, I, it can't happen, so I'm just an asexual third to, um, to my friend's lesbian relationship, which is not a relationship, because she has a trouble with commitment, so. <laughs> that sounds like she's a lesbian. <laughs> You're but either I, all in or out. You're either moving into the house the second date, or you are. You either are. have the U-Haul, or you do not have the U-Haul. That's, That's the title fair. of the episode. <laughs> Guys, we are in season six, part one, episode two. Great expectations. So the absolutely crap <laughs> synopsis is Carrie and Jack's relationship is moving along smoothly. Miranda finds a new love, TiVo. Patent pending. <laughs> Charlotte announces that she is going to convert to Judaism for Harry. I was reading this and it looked like Henry and I'm like, they got it wrong again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Can you explain a difference? Yeah. For the people at home, between Jewish as an ethnicity and Jewish as a religion or what are the correlations? Please. There is definitely, being Jewish is like who you are. It is a culture. Like... In actuality, so like I did my 23andMe, mm-hmm. and I am 
an Ashkenazi Jew, like 50% Ashkenazi Jew. So it is something that is like genetic Mm -hmm. as well as a religion. Okay. And the religion you can kind of holocart a little bit (laughs) once you're actually a Jew. So, I mean, maybe you shouldn't, but I do because there's certain things that I'm just like, well, that's horseshit. Yes. But there's so many things in religion that are horseshit anyway. All religions. Yes. So there's that. They're giant cults. And there are things that I agree with, like kosher, for example. Being kosher, when they started this whole religion way back before, you know, Christ. Right. <laughs> before Domini, before, you know. Before all the things. Um, being kosher was something to keep you safe. Because if you cooked a pig, you could not preserve it in the way that we can preserve it now. Mm-hmm. So, in all honesty, like, you, you, like, being kosher now is horseshit. I'm going to say it. Because it was to keep you safe back then. It is safe now. So there's no reason to keep kosher. Isn't it the idea of the thing? I think that people take religion as the idea of the thing too far. Oh. <laughs> I love that take. <laughs> I know. Super, I, I super, agree. Super hot takes coming out of drunk Paige right now. Because um, she hasn't eaten and she's had alcohol. But These screwdrivers, man. Yeah. Thank you, the roommate. They're on it. But there, there are so many things that are law in religion that is to keep you safe. And we have things in place now in our modern society that keep us safe instead. So there's no reason for those laws anymore. Okay. So you and think it could do with some adaptation. Yeah. So let's just jump into Charlotte. Let's just let's jump into jump her. Into We're Charlotte. already talking about religion. Um, she's decided to become a Jew. For Harry. For Harry. Slash Henry. <laughs> because she has decided that he is the one... Because she has super great sex with him, but she's still not physically attracted to him. Which is a problem. Yes. <laughs> but whatever. There needs to be some physical attraction. She has but physical she has great attra- sex with him. She has physical attraction to him. She's just not ready to admit it yet. Yes. But, but I think that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Because it gets to a place where she can finally recognize, like, oh, everything that I had inside my head was not going to work out the way it was supposed to. And I'm allowed to feel this way, even mm-hmm. if it's not what was in my plan or my mash when I did in, se- in middle school. Yep. And she's, like, slowly owning up to it. And I kind of like the power that she had in this episode where she mm-hmm. was like, okay, this is what I've decided to do. I've decided that I want to do this for the sake of love, which is maturity on her part. Yes. Usually she's expecting the world to change for, for her. her. Yeah. And now she's willing to give into that and say, no, I will change. Yep. Sorry, I keep looking at Summer Glau, and I keep remembering how stupid I was for thinking that was Christina Ricci. Um, <laughs> for so long. <laughs> for so long. What was it, two years ago? A year? When yeah, did you guys we, move in we, here? we moved in here, and that poster has been up for two years. The Serenity poster. And I thought, I, and how confident I was when we were like, oh, Christina Ricci. And then you were like, that's Summer Glau. And I was like, um, no, in the thing that I made up inside my head, that's Christina Ritchie, because I saw the trailer, never seen the movie, never saw Firefly, except for the first two episodes. I know that Alan Turek dies, but that's Christina Ritchie. Spoilers. Spoilers. Woo! Listen to a Sex and City podcast and watch a Serenity. Nobody. <laughs> that's true. Neil. There's, there's no cross. <laughs> Neil. That's, that's true. But Neil knows, because Neil watched. We love you, Neil. Also, I'm so excited. <laughs> 
For Neil. Um, for Neil. For Neil. Does Neil have new things happening that yes. I don't know about? We'll talk after. We'll talk after. Um, <laughs> but she's changing for that world, and then when she gets a no, usually in Charlotte's world, that means, okay, that's the end of the episode. I heard a no, so I'm going to move on to my next aspect of my personality. Mm-hmm. And in this one, that happened in the first, like, third Mm-hmm. And then Harry explained, no, like, Jewish people will say no to you. Right, because Jewish people, unlike any, every other religion on the planet, who wants as many people um, in their religion as humanly possible, because if you're, like, Mormon, per se, it's more money for them, because they take 10% or whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> but here's the thing. With Jews, if you don't want to join us, don't. We're not, in, we're not into making anyone want to be Jewish. If you Here's want to be Jewish, yes. <laughs> it just says shalom. Instead <laughs> of members only. It just says shalom, motherfucker. <laughs> That's our merch. You can find that on our store. Oh my god. <laughs> shalom, motherfucker shalom, jacket. Shalom, motherfucker. You can only buy it if you're Jewish. If you're not Jewish, don't even try it. They're alongside Christopher Daniels' store that just says namaste, bitches. <laughs> I'll take it. But anyway, so yeah, we don't want you to be a part of our religion. If you want to be a part of our religion, you have to work for it. You have to show us that you actually want to be part of it, and it's not some sort of wacky Madonna thing. Just saying. Why don't we call it Madonna more? But also, why don't we not call it Madonna less? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Remember that one time she put a picture of Martin Luther King Jr. wrapped in barbed wire, and she was like, Martin Luther King Jr. was a rebel heart by my new album, Rebel Heart. In honor of all the rebels who are, like, progressive. Madonna is a problematic fave to the world. But. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is correct. This is not a but. Like, we should excuse all that for the sake of Madonna. Yes. And. Yes. And. <laughs> name another artist who's done it like like a prayer. Oh, man. We need that to come back. I need more artists to do yes. songs like a prayer. Like, yes. like, like a prayer. 100%. Because goddamn it. Ariana Grande, get on it. <laughs> Whisper your way through a song before you hit them high notes. You can do it. Come on, I know you can. I know you can. Build it up. Lizzo. Oh, don't. Oh, my God. If Lizzo did like a prayer, As her I, I would die a thousand deaths of happiness. Lizzo, please. If you're listening to the Sex and the City Out podcast. Lizzo, be eaten. I thought that was her last name for the longest time. What did you think it be- was? Well, because I think it's on Instagram or Twitter. Her handle is Lizzo B, like mm-hmm. B-E, eating. <laughs> and I thought her last name was beating. <laughs> like, oh, oh, my friend Lizzo beating. Lizzo beating, you know. And then someone's like, no, it's be eaten. <laughs> someone in the SAG office is like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, excuse me? <laughs> I mean, I'll do it, but, like, this is weird. (laughs) So, anyway, Charlotte goes to um, just some random synagogue, I guess. She fucking talked to Janet. She, like, fucking went through the, like, the yellow pages and just picked one. Like, because it's not even Harry's. If it was Harry's, she would have used his name. Yes. But she did My body's tingly. (laughs) Oh, my God. Dude, I want so much NyQuil, NyQuil and Sudafed and alcohol in my system. My body is tingling. Oh my god. You can sleep on the couch after this. It's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my pants are coming off. So she goes to a random synagogue and she says, Hello, Jews. I'd like to be a part of this. And they say, No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, thank you so much. 
Yeah. Oh. Okay, fine. Roommate Ryan has corrected me. They do say we're not Get interested. Get back to your message boards. Like, <laughs> like, like she was, like, applying for something. And they were like, no, I'm sorry. That 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 is not available right now. In my ignorance, because I have a lot of it. And boy, <laughs> does she ever. How do you just convert religions? Like, is there a form you have to sign? Can you just say... Like, who's going to, if you just say, oh, I'm, Ju-, like, if I were to say I'm Jewish, like, who is anyone going to clock me? Okay, here's Do I have thing. to present, like, an ID mm-hmm. card? There are people who do that. There are people we know who do that, who shall remain nameless, okay. who just say they're Jewish, and they're not. Thank you so much. What is this? So, I'm not going to talk about those people right What's now. What's in this? I'm kosher. <laughs> What's Sausage, in this? Sausage, eggs, diced tomatoes, green chilies, <laughs> a little bit of Southwest Chipotle ranch, and cheddar cheese. Eggs, bacon, grits, sausage. You better use the condom if you're taking that sausage. Are you broke, bitch? Need a hop. Sausage. sausage. Need a hop off my sausage. Okay, sorry. Back to you. I am very drunk right now. You're this welcome. is dangerous. Yeah, you should absolutely have all of that breakfast. No, I want another one of this. <laughs> um, so yeah, there are plenty of people who just go out there and say they're Jewish and they're not. Um. No, that's not me. I'm telling you. I'll show you my 23 and me. I am. Um, <laughs> I try to spell it out with my fingers, but I can't spell. It's fine. Um, so. Okay, that, yes, that's what I was yes, trying to do yes. with my fingers. <laughs> oh, my God. Hold oh on. Oh, my this gosh. Is the, greatest the roommate game. is writing it out, and he's correct. He is correct. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Okay. Yes. Um, 100% thinks that it's cute to be Jewish. And adopts it as you would a Louboutin shoe. Uh, So there's people like that, 100%. There's people that are Jewish and choose not to talk about it or admit that they even are, Mm -hmm. which is fine. Like, I look like Hitler's wet dream. So I could 100% say that I'm Episcopalian, that I'm Catholic, that I'm whatever anybody would believe me because I take after my dad's side of the family physically and not my mom's side of the family. So I could get away with saying I'm not Jewish and everyone would believe me, Mm -hmm. but I'm not a fake. So (laughs) (laughs) the knives are out this episode. I I am. I am who I am. These gyms are uncut. (laughs) (sighs) Can we talk about the worst Jew in the history of ever. Adam Sandler? Yes. Idina <laughs> <laughs> Menzel as Adam Sandler's wife. Um, he had to pay her so much money for that. <laughs> Can I tell you that I've never been more fascinated than anything in 2019 than fucking Idina Menzel running outside of the school to the car with her keys in her hand. Just that five seconds of her like click, 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 click. Oh my god. Also, Julia Fox. I have, I have allowed myself Two Caucasian crushes for 2020, and it's Julia <laughs> Fox and Florence Pugh. Mm. You're welcome. Um, but wait, not me. No, sorry. Wow. Julia Fox coming in when Adam Sandler's crying because he thinks he's gonna get murdered, and her being like, "I'm upset too. When you <laughs> broke up with me, my heart hurt." I was like, "Are you f- fucking kidding me?" I love her. All right. Well, you know what? I'll just reapply in 2021. It'll, it's fine. Um, we might be dead by then. It's fair. Also, next year's the year that I'm supposed to die. Yeah? Yeah. According to whom? Me. 
little... me as a three and four year old, like when I tell people that I expected to be part of the 27 club, oh. it's because like since I was three before I knew what the 27 club was, I was like, I think 27 is a good number to die at. I think after that I'm going to be old and oh I don't God. have anything to live for. Oh my God. And I still think that's true. Also, we were debating the other day about how old you actually were because I Excuse couldn't remember. <laughs> Why was that a debate? But no, it was... <laughs> It was a debate because I didn't know, and I was like, oh, shit, um, he's always been 23, and I haven't been counting the years. <laughs> so he's still 23, in my opinion. That's nice. Some people say I'm still 13, which is also, I will also gladly accept that. My sister will always be 12. Always. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. What do I need this for? This is a burrito. Just in case. Listen. He, there's a Jew in the room, so she eats with the fork and knife. Okay, well, there's a Mexican in the room, and let me tell you, I love to use my fingers for everything, and Keep. I don't wash my hands. Yucky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Back to the show Anyways, that you guys were all back, watching before this to, turned into Junow. To Junow. <laughs> um, Charlotte goes to the rabbi's home. Which is inappropriate, but which also... Which is highly inappropriate, but also shows some gravitas, which they respect. Who came up with the word gravitas? Me. <laughs> I'm trying to move this along. It was me. Okay. So, so she comes all the way to Shabbat dinner, which is wild. I'm like, how did you manage to come on Shabbat? And why did they answer the door? What is Shabbat? Shabbat is the day of rest. That's a Sunday? No. No, not to us. Okay, I'm so sorry. Okay, so then, but is it a yes. weekly thing? Is it a monthly thing? Is it, it a is yearly a, thing? It is a weekly thing. So, when God made Earth. Okay. Ruby <laughs> 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 I'm dying at this live Okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't. I, <laughs> this audience commentary is freaking me the fuck out. I have never been mystery science theater three thousand on my own show as heavily as I have been today, and it is. I can. Okay. I'm stressed out. <laughs> it's easier because I'm not facing him, but you're. Facing I have to look at him, but it's fun because I also don't have my glasses, so I can't exactly see what's going on. I get silhouettes of what's going on, and then I'm making the rest of it up in my head. I love it. So. When God created the heaven and the earth. Okay. <laughs> uh, he took seven days, right? Right. On the seventh day, he rested. Okay. Uh, Christians think of that day as Sunday. Okay. We're going by the Hebrew calendar, so it was Saturday. <laughs> Hebrew calendar, okay. Okay, yeah. So the Hebrew calendar is completely different. Um, on the Hebrew calendar, we are in, uh, like... Like 57, 60 or something like that. I'm so wildly off base and I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. Because um, I'm embarrassed that I don't know what year it is. <laughs> I'm telling this person you go fake. <laughs> I'm like, can you believe Paige doesn't even fucking know the Hold Hebrew on. calendar? Hold on. We're going to, you know who we're going to ask for this? Who? Alexa, what is the Hebrew year? <laughs> it's currently 5,780 on the Hebrew <gasps> 5,780. I was close. Alexa, what is the Hebrew year? Oh, my God. Also, where is she? She's on top of the fridge. Yes, Alexa, stop. Fuck you, Alexa. (laughs) Oh, my God. Don't be mean to my Alexa. She's my best friend. She's a robot. She has no feelings. She's my best friend. She has opinions about writing for programming her. It's true. She does. I program. Excuse me? (laughs) Anyways. Um... 
Charlotte goes to the rabbi's house on the Sabbath and they invite her in because they're benevolent and she has her cell phone on, which is awful because part of the whole things that existed back then but don't exist now, like, you weren't allowed to, like, light candles or do anything. The Sabbath was a full day of rest. So So nothing. So no electronics. Like, you could basically read a book. Like, that's it. You could read a book. Or you could hang out with your family, and that was it. That sounds miserable. I'd rather kill myself. Exactly. Okay. That is also what happens when you die. (laughs) (laughs) Is that people have... They sit Shiva, which is a month. I know that because I watched that Tina Fey movie. (laughs) (laughs) And Jane Fonda. And Jane Fonda is a lesbian. When isn't she, though? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Charlotte gets into the good graces of the rabbi by being tenacious. Good for her. That's the end of Charlotte. Is she Jewish now or is she not Jewish now? Oh, hell no. She's not Jewish. <laughs> no, she got into the good graces. So now she can get in and start training to be a Jew, which is extensive AF. So who finally tells you that you're a Jew? The rabbi. What about if you go to a different church? No, sorry. What is the Jewish equivalent of a church? <laughs> a synagogue. synagogue. Okay, so. Or what shul, if you want to. That's also a thing. What is it? Shul. Shul? S-H-U-L. Skul. No. (laughs) No, Jan. (laughs) So what if she goes to another shul? Yeah. And they're like, you're not Jewish enough. Like, can someone do that? No. Okay. No. Once you have the blessing of one rabbi, you're just... Yeah, you're good to go. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're solid. So what are the Hunger Games version of, like, being Jewish? Like, what do you have to do? Die. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, she was committed. Okay. I guess. I thought Sex and City 3 starts. One of them dies. One of Oh my god. Can you imagine? Who would die? Samantha. So they can make the movie without her. That's... I mean, yes. But like... <laughs> she dies of old age. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> they already gave her cancer. Give her a break. They did. Spoilers. They didn't allow her to be in Sex and the City 3. There is no Sex and the City 3. There will be no Sex and the City 3. We know this. Unless they kill her off. They won't kill her off. Everybody loves Samantha. I oh, know. <laughs> okay. Anyways, Miranda. 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 Dear, dear Miranda has decided that the single life is absolutely for her and she can handle it and she can rock it because now she has TiVo. I identify. <laughs> <laughs> Good. As you should for Sex and City's best character to be in a relationship with her television. I am okay with being single for the rest of my life if I have something to record all of my shows. <laughs> That is a good trade-off. Yeah. And I and I appreciate it, and it's great. There is a horrible line where um, Carrie says, so you're trading Steve-O for TiVo. And I'm like, Carrie, why aren't you a dad? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you need to be a dad, apparently. What is wrong with you? So uh, Magda accidentally sits on the remote... And erases Jules and Mimi, a British soap opera that is probably softcore porn. Mm, I love a good softcore. It's like, what if there was penetration, but you never got to see it? I hate that. Oh, I love it. Because penises sometimes going into things make me like really, really terrified and they get all slimy and goopy. You know what I love? A good silhouette, a nice titty, (laughs) a nice side butt. Sometimes that's all I need. I don't, maybe 
it's invasive. It's like, what if you watched Aliens, but like all the darkness was turned up and you got to see everything moving and sliming and gooping around? Yes. Hate that. <laughs> that's not how Ridley Scott intended it or James Cameron. So that's not how we'll be watching it. Fair enough. Um, so Magda ruins TiVo. She's very upset. As well she should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve comes and fixes it. Doesn't he just hit record? Like, what? what is there to be fixed? That's exactly what happened. He just, like, found the rerun and hit record mm-hmm. because she couldn't figure that out. She's a woman of the 90s. But she called in. And she had the manual. Okay, but have you ever called in for help? Yeah, and it's miserable. <laughs> it's terrible. My boss's favorite thing to do, because we have a call-in center in our work, he's like, if you can't convince them to help you, confuse them. And then they will help you. They have to help you. Mm. I can do that. Um, I hate that in Steve fixing her Tebow, she realized that she was missing the world out there mm-hmm. and was escaping into her Tebow rather than living her life. And she wanted to live her life with Steve, and she can't. Uh, because Steve is great and a beauty and a joy and a pleasure I and a treasure. Him. Yeah. I love Steve. I'm so upset. That's fair. I think we should move on to Carrie because I think Carrie has a lower fun. Than um, Samantha. Yeah. Than Samantha. Samantha. Yeah. Because she's with fucking burger. Yeah. So she's she finally... having burgers with burger. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> she did they make starts... that joke in the episode? Cause she I did not did. listen. She did. Um, it starts out the episode with her having burgers with burger. Um, and she talks about how first kisses are like the best, like first everything is the best. And I'm mm-hmm. like, absolutely. God bless. That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, first everything's are so great. And I'm like, I miss it because it's been like two and a half, three years since I've had first anythings. Mm-hmm. Um, but the sex, once they get to it is terrible yeah it's so clinical yeah it's so weird and it's because he okay this is this is my opinion oh um this is a hot Hot take hot take with Paige Lorno so I feel like his low Mm self-esteem is causing the sex to not be great because he's second guessing himself and just pumping away rather than actually desiring her and exploring her and being in the moment yep it's very clinical. It's very insert tab A to sloppy. He pulls her hair, which I mean, like, I mean, I think we've all done where you're just like trying to get your hand placement and there's hair there. Oh, yes. So it yanks. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to it. That's kind of some of my favorite things. I like if you can laugh about it. Mm-hmm. If you can laugh about um, it being awkward in the moment, you can get through it. They're not laughing. That's my favorite thing about anything. I once went to a funeral and I spent the entire time sitting in the back with a friend. We were just laughing the entire time. Oh my god, I'm so terrible at funerals. That's just what I do. It has to be. Mm. What else are you going to do? Be sad? Right? No. No. Nope. I refuse. <laughs> I only say my sadness when I watch the sister of the traveling pants. Or what? Selena. Selena. Anything for Selena. <laughs> but it is so sad. And you can feel how uncomfortable it is. And like. I also think it's up to Carrie, though, because Carrie's also not Carrie's not doing anything. Yeah, no, she's not doing it either. And this is one thing that I kind of hate about women or women stereotypes in general is that a lot of women think that once it comes to sex, they lie there 
and don't participate. It's miserable. And that is absolutely not what you should be doing, ladies. You should be participating. Like, I get that it is a... We're, like, default submissives in that sense, but that doesn't mean not participating. Mm -hmm. That just means letting him take the lead if that's what you feel like you want to do in the moment. If you don't want him to take the lead, that's... You fucking take that lead. Girl, get it. Like... Mm -hmm. I appreciate that and go for it. You show who owns that dick. That's yeah. your dick now. Right? So, I get that. But women are weird when it comes to that kind of stuff. And I have come across so many men that have just been like, it's so great that you participate. And I'm like, wait, what? That I what? And they're like, yeah, there's some some people that I've been in a relationship with that just like sit there like nothing's happening to them. And I'm like. That's so sad. Why? Why would you do that? What's the fun in that? It's like they were raised in medieval times when it's just like, okay, we'll just lie back and think of England and <laughs> wait for it to be over. But like, why? Are queen we... and country, man. This is what this is for. But like, why are we? Why are we doing that in 2019 slash 2020? Ladies, write in to I couldn't help a podcast at gmail.com. Listen, Let me know why you're a wet fish. <laughs> if people are attracted to, to your vagina, you have the power. Mm-hmm. So you better be the one to be like, this is exactly how it's going to go down. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what I need from you. And here's how I'm going to get off. Mm-hmm. Why? Because a person with a penis can smell your hair and be like, oh, I nutted it in my pants. They're easy. That's fine. There's nothing complicated there. Mm-hmm. Your shit is just a little bit more, not difficult or requires more, but. It's just like internal versus external stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like external is always going to be easier. You can always grab onto something. And have it be hot. Men have it a lot harder where it's just like, no, you have to have a manual. And that's just our society that's programmed this way. That's saying people with vaginas are a lot more difficult to get off and they don't come as often or as frequently or deserve to as people with penises. Not deserve Which is to, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's in the system that like we have seen enough movies where the guy can get off, mm-hmm. the, per- the penis person can get mm-hmm. off, but the person with the vagina is like, no, I didn't get off, but it was fine or blah, blah, blah. Like, no, right. no. Well, and it gets so bad. Like, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> I had a like a friend once that told me about this girl that he went out with, and she harped on him for not being able to come. Mm-hmm. So much so that it caused like irreparable harm in him. Like they broke up because she was giving him a hard time about it. Because I mean, can you imagine if you were with somebody and they were like, "Why didn't you come?" What's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's immediately going to get into your head and make you definitely not ever want to come with them ever again. Mm-hmm. But potentially everyone. Like, you just get too into your head about that kind of thing. Like, there's... You have to be such a strong character to be able to get past that. Mm-hmm. Like, someone telling you, like, you should be doing something and you're not doing it. You're failing. Like, that's shitty to say to somebody. Mm-hmm. But it's also one of those things, and I like I actually found this and I screenshotted it this morning, and I was going to send it to my friend, but I'm just going to read it on the podcast because... And then we'll add the person in all of our promos. <laughs> no, we will not do that. I will. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who it is. Um, it's this cute little, like, pink um, thing that says, Orgasms are great, but they can make sex goal-oriented and create unnecessary pressure. Pleasure is about the experience grounded in the moment without future expectation. Ooh. 
And I think that's beautiful. And I think that should just be our picture for this. Boom. Set. Done. So everybody can see it, but I think it's gorgeous. And, like, if you're enjoying yourself, then just fucking enjoy yourself. <laughs> it's fine. Like, and Carrie's I couldn't help but wonder of the episode was, why is it always something? Which is, a, to me, a very dumb question. Because I get the intention behind it. But there was always something because we're always looking for something. Mm-hmm. But along with that, there is always something else that's better. Or something else that's greater. Mm-hmm. And that could be in a different person. So, like, if you're dating this person, there's always someone else that could be better. But even in that relationship, there is always something that could be better. So, maybe not goal-oriented, but there is always something to advance or to try or to learn or to dis- discover. So, that question just makes it... It's very negative that there is always something else. And I don't think it has to be. Yeah. And I don't think... Like, yes, of course there's always going to be something. If you think that you're going to meet somebody that is your ideal match and you all are never going to fight or argue because you'll be on the same page, like, you're just dating your clone. Which is boring and annoying. And you don't grow as a person. Right, exactly. And I don't care how comfortable you are. I think we should all always be striving to grow and to learn. Yeah. If you remain stagnant, I don't fuck with you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, why is it always something? Because it has to be. Yeah. Like... Because the world is always changing. People are always changing. Mm -hmm. So change with it. Or not necessarily change, but adapt. Grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to have something different. Like if you just sat and existed, how boring would that be? You know? So it was one of the more terrible, I couldn't help but wonders, I think. It just, they were trying to accomplish something and say something with it. And I don't think the show backed it up. Mm -mm. I think that has to be the difference. When you ask a, I couldn't help but wonder, mm-hmm. where you're like, okay, does the context of where I'm asking this question make sense? Or is it just because I need to fulfill my episode quota? <laughs> and this definitely just fulfill the episode quota and they did not try that hard on the question. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it just, and it doesn't make sense because her, why is it always something? Was that her and Berger are having a great time dating, doing all these fun things, but then the sex isn't that great. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then make the sex greater. Talk, communicate, chat. Right. Tell them... What you're interested in. Tell, ask them what you can do for them. Okay, great. And then there will always be something after that. Why? Because the universe is always saying, here's how to do better, how to be better. Mm-hmm. Not that you're bad. You can be the best person in the whole world, but here's how you can always keep evolving and changing yeah. and growing. Yeah, no one's perfect. Otherwise, like, it would be boring. And, and you would die. Yeah, you would just die. Uh, I think... It's really, like, it's difficult for me. Like, I have definitely experienced this. I had a um, relationship that was super great in pretty much all other aspects. But when we tried to have sex, it just didn't work. Mm -hmm. And so I never had sex with them. We had, like, a year-long relationship. And sex never happened. And did that suck? Absolutely. <laughs> but we had so much sexual chemistry leading up into that point that it was so easy to, like, forget that it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I, like, blamed him or, you know, like, whatever. It just wasn't, it wasn't going to happen. And sometimes that's okay. But I was never invested enough in the relationship to care about talking about it with him. Like, it was always something that was pretty casual. So, 
if I ever got into a relationship where I really, really loved that person or really cared about that person or thought it was going somewhere, then it would just be like, whew, what the fuck was that last night? We got to talk about this. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is, clearly we didn't talk about this beforehand. This is what I'm into. This is what's happening. I like it when this, this, and this happens. What do you like? And then let's go from there. Do you not do it in the moment? Why do you wait until after? I think it depends on the person. Okay. Um, I'm not a big talker when it comes to, like, once you're into the actual act of having sex. I like to be more, like, feeling all of the feelings, feeling all of, like, the sensations and, like, being into that. But I know that a lot of people aren't like that. And I'm very, like, I feel like I'm very flexible in the moment. Mm -hmm. Like, if somebody was really big into talking, I would be like, okay, Okay. all right. (laughs) Time to find my words, I guess. I just, like. Here's my grand soliloquy. Right. I'm just like, all right. The, The hottest thing that has ever happened to me has been talking to somebody and them telling me exactly what they're going to do to me and then doing it. It's like, ooh, a script. I can follow that. That's funny, because I <laughs> I then that ha- have that problem where I'm like, I don't need you to announce it, I need you to do it. Which mm. is weird, because in every aspect outside of the planet Earth, or sex mm-hmm. in the planet Earth, I'm like, I need you to tell me exactly what you're going to do, and I need you to follow up on it. Because mm-hmm. that allows me to understand. But in sex, I'm like, I don't... You want to be surprised. Not like, necessarily surprised, of. but it's... It feels very... But for me, scripted sex doesn't feel good mm-hmm. because all the best sex instances that I've had have never gone according to plan or have always been spontaneous and fun, which it doesn't have to be for every person. It's just my specific kind of interest. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, I don't. Well, and it depends on the person again. Like yeah. that was hot in that moment with that person. Yes. But I don't know that that's necessarily what I want in that moment with every person. And I'm a person like, who have you announced it? You're like, oh, now I'm going to do, or now I'm going to flip your world, watch this. And then they do something. That's where I'm like, oh, okay. So I can still be prepared mm-hmm. for a change, for a change in rhythm, for mm-hmm. a new position, for a new setting or whatever. So you want storyboards and not a script. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Perfect. You understand me. I do. Man, our sex is going to be great by the time we finish this. Or it's terrible. Or Because it's just going to be very paid by the numbers. Like, okay, can you lick here three times? Can you move here? <laughs> can you do this at this miles per hour? I love it when this and this happen. Or we'll just fuck with each other. I'll be like, oh my God, I know that Joe hates this. I'm going to do it. I would just motorboat your boobies every opportunity that I possibly could. I'd be okay with that. What if I motorboat your labia? Depends on how it feels. Give me raspberries. <laughs> She's like, all right, curtains, it's showtime. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. The sex take-up is going to be great. I can't wait for the last episode of this podcast to be us recording the sounds of us having sex. (laughs) That was a preview. And then it's just us giggling and be like, oh, my God. (laughs) And then my voice just dropped down really low for some reason. I'm like, I did it. I think I came. I think I did it. (laughs) Internally, not externally. I think you milked me. Speaking of milking, let's Ugh. talk about Smith Jared, a.k.a. Jerry Jared right now, who is what? his first episode. Is this? Is this episode. Is this Smith Jared? This is Smith Jared. You didn't know the that? The waiter? Yeah. What? You didn't know? Yes. This oh, my is God. Episode. Isn't this great? Yeah. This is his first appearance um, in Sex and the City. 
They go to, the girls go to Raw, the raw food restaurant, which is, God, so early 2000s. Uh, but I want to go there so bad. I love raw vegetables. <laughs> Don't give me vegetables. Steamed. <laughs> Don't give me them wet. I just love a good crunchy vegetable. <laughs> I cannot wait to go to New York City and not go to any of these restaurants. It's going to be great. Brady's like, I am. I went to a Popeye's and I went to all these no, chain restaurants. I am so not going to do that. Like, I hate those people that are just like, yeah, we went to the Olive Garden at Times Square. Like, why? Brady's going to be like, um, I only ordered room service for all of my meals. <laughs> I've told everybody, I'm like, I'm there by myself. And like, I'm trying really hard to like Elizabeth Gilbert, like Nora Ephron it, where I'm just like, the city's gonna be my date, but in reality, I feel like most of the time during my conference, I'm just gonna be like, uh, what's on Postmates right now? Deliver it to my room. Get Tinder, and that way you have to go out. Oh my god, no. I couldn't. Like, no. Get Hinge. Hinge. Oh, I've tried, I tried Hinge, and I couldn't get, like, a single match on Hinge for, like, two weeks, so I was like, bye. <laughs> bye, I don't need this. I don't need this. I don't need this kind of projection from an app. <laughs> but no, so Smith Jared is is there. He is the waiter at Raw, and um, <laughs> Samantha is immediately taken with him to a hilariously insane degree. As she should be, because he is hot, <laughs> and as we see later, has a nice juicy plump booty. Mm-hmm. So great. I love guys that have the perfect ass like that. Yes. I love an all-you-can-eat buffet, and I, I just love having all that option. <laughs> I just like to look at it and grab it myself, but it's great. I want the equivalent of, like, Thanksgiving buffet at your Aunt Martha's house <laughs> as an ass. As an like, ass. Like, I want all of the appetizers to be there. I want all the crackers <laughs> to be there. I want the turkey, the mashed potatoes, the stuffing, the cranberry sauce, <laughs> the extra thing that your, like, other aunt makes that nobody likes, but, like, you only take because, like, you feel bad. <laughs> the grits <laughs> and all the desserts and all, the, like, the drinks on, like, all of those tables to the point where, like, we could have probably, like... No one's going to eat all of this. There's going to be a lot of leftovers. I want that <laughs> the equivalent of an ass. Yes. That's perfect. That is Smith Jared's ass. Mm-hmm. And your ass. Honestly. No. You got a good ass. Mine's an appetizer butt. We an appetizer butt. I lost seven pounds in the past two days because of this fever. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so... I feel bad, but also a little jealous. <laughs> I lose weight really, really well. Never the way I'm supposed to. <laughs> See, and I have hypothyroidism, so I could eat nothing but ice cream from here to next week and gain zero pounds and lose zero pounds. I could also work out like crazy for the next five, like five to seven days, eat nothing and lose zero pounds. We're all God's joke. We're, I saw this on Twitter the other day and this is my favorite thing ever. We are all God's children and he has left us in a hot car. <laughs> I didn't even get to ride passenger. <laughs> I'm in the back. Unbuckle. Help me. It's a goddamn fucking Subaru Outback. Oh, and I'm yeah. in the trunk. So it's awful, this restaurant. Like, nothing can be cooked over 118 degrees. Which, so as a person who doesn't cook, is that good is that not good? so basically almost cook. everything that i have ever made has been about 350 or higher 350 375 is the average 
So basically they're warming it up for you is the equivalent. Like you're just eating raw vegetables at that place. How do you know? What do you mean? How do you know? Like if something's on the stovetop, how do you know how hot that is? Oh, I don't know. I'm just thinking about the oven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that I don't know. I'm just assuming that they're baking things. Like it's like, like cheese that they're baking on top of raw vegetables or something. Mm. I don't know. I haven't thought about that. Either way, it's this gross. Is the it's only gross. thing I think about this is why I can't progress as a human being because I <laughs> asked the deaf question like that doesn't affect you in any which way knowing that detail. Why is that the detail you're stuck on? Okay, but think about it this way. Okay. When you have a fever, yeah, that fever is like usually about 108, 110. Yeah, and I was walking around my house naked. Like it was too much. Right. But like think of that. And that's only eight degrees hotter than that and you weren't baking in your own skin clearly i felt like i was so it was just warm i got a rash because it kept scratching (laughs) but it was just like think about it as baking things like i definitely could not prepare salmon on my body right so everything's gross basically everything's just lukewarm oh yeah it's nasty okay um but she goes back because who can deny that ass nobody Literally nobody. And all there are the- 20 girls who are seated at this restaurant who are yes. all checking him out. I love that That's she, the very, very last one. Bruce Willis in a wig. Yes. God damn, that's so, so unfortunate. Yeah. Like, I don't like my chin, but her chin was pretty not likable. You have a chin. It's great. I can't see it. <laughs> I can't see mine either, but I feel it. It's there. Both of them. What if I turn into the Crimson Chin? What if I make a live-action Crimson Chin movie from the Fairly Odd Parents <laughs> and I play the Crimson Chin? Or Rumor Willis. Oh, my God. Poor Rumor <laughs> Anyways, this girl is throwing it down with Samantha as the last two people in the restaurant. Samantha, like, unbuttons her top button so that her lingerie is showing, which is, like, a thing this episode is lingerie showing. And says, I'm just enjoying my mushroom tea. And then Smith Jared goes over to the other woman who un like half unzips her top and says, I would love like some like raw cheesecake bullshit. I don't even remember what it was. Key lime. Key lime cheesecake. Is that what it was? Yes. Because I was the second she said it, I said, Oh fuck, I would kill for some key lime right now. (laughs) Reno's in a shortage of key lime options and I need that to be repaired immediately. That's fair i'm not really a fan of key lime i love key lime and the best key lime that i've ever had was at old granite eatery and they had this old this key lime mousse which was super good and then they got rid of it because nobody ordered it so they're like it's not worth our price and i was like um <laughs> for the one in every eight months time that i come here you need to have it for me please. yeah thank you please please have it for me um so she walks over to this lady and says hey i'm going home with this man you were not so how about i buy your dinner and you call it a night. And she looks like she's about to fight. And then just immediately changes to, okay. And moves along. And it was, I will always take a free meal over sex. Sometimes that's the only way to get a free meal is by giving sex. So I will always take a free meal. Yeah. I would take a free meal over sex. Having not had sex in over a year now, I would still take a free meal over it. Nothing tastes better than not having to pay for food. Yes. That's true. <laughs> That is true. That's 100% accurate. Um, So the lady goes home. Sam has the best sex scene in this entire series. Yes. With Smith Jared. 
they have a um they have sex everywhere in this room that is not her bedroom but whatever so it must be his i'm guessing um they have sex up against the wall they have sex on the bed they have sex in crazy positions they have sex on top of an armchair that is on top of the bed that's my favorite my favorite is when samantha is a roly-poly oly facing one way and then smith jared is a roly-poly oly facing a different way but somehow they're still being penetrative like it's like what if you sat on a beach chair you know when you're like it's really hot and your ball slipped through the slits at the mm-hmm. bottom of the beach chair mm-hmm. what if that's how you were sitting but the beach chair slit was like a vagina and your peen and hole balls were in there and then you just like bounced up and down on it like mm-hmm. that was my favorite that was it that was so great um that's where they where they leave that so we leave the episode with charlotte on her way to becoming a jew um miranda satisfied with having her tivo but also upset that tivo isn't better than stevo Samantha about to embark on the uh, love affair of her life, even though she doesn't even know it. And Carrie finally using her words and having good sex with Burger. Well, as good as Burger possibly could be. Right. Because again, he has low self esteem and he doesn't believe in himself, so it's never going to be that great. My Sex in the City reboot is going to be a gay or queer person who watched all of Sex in the City and only refers to their sexual escapades as people who, like, have had sex with on Sex in the City. So, like, oh, like, I had Smith Jarrett sex last night and that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, ugh, I had burger sex last night. Oh, <laughs> how annoying. I love that. I can't wait to play the board game. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Do, are you watching High School Musical the Musical the series on Disney Plus? No, I'm just watching Encore and loving it. There's a queer person on there who I love, and he has a High School Musical the Choosical board game. And I was like, Did I create this? Did I invent this? Did I make this up? Because it plays exactly how I would do it, and it's so much fun. And I can't wait for Disney to be like, We're selling it for 150 dollars a board game. And I'm like, Damn it! All right, here you go. Do you guys accept coupons? <laughs> do you guys accept coupons? <laughs> I love it. It's so great. So that is our episode. Final thoughts? What Jerry? a waste of an episode. <laughs> um, I'm glad that it caught me by surprise that this is Smith Jared. Because I don't know if I just wasn't looking for it or if I was expecting to be surprised. But how fun is it that a or person who just shows up paper. as a waiter <laughs> mm-hmm. is now like taking place over the next season mm-hmm. as a main like interest and the next movie or the first movie as an interest. Like how cool is that? Even the second movie. He's the basis for the second movie. Oh, yeah, actually, uh-huh. yeah, how cool. Yeah, so he's, he is... A, he's a main player. He's a, he's a main player showing up at the very final bit of this. To come in and just snatch everyone's weaves. Like, how fucking cool is that? I mm-hmm. love that. Um, I can't wait to discover Jewishness <laughs> with Charlotte York. It's going to be so great. And I can't wait until we give up on Burger and go with that fucking, what is he, Australian, Russian guy? Mm. French guy? Yeah, the Russian, um, in real life, he's a ballet dancer. Mm. Petrovsky. His name is Petrovsky, and he's an artist in Sex and the City. Love it. It's going to be great. You guys, (laughs) thank you so much for taking this journey with us. I am 
sobered up now <laughs> from the beginning of this episode. It's amazing what, however we are, 51 minutes can do. I feel my NyQuil kicking in, so. Excellent. So you're going to be in great shape for your next recording. Yeah. Where can they find your next recording, Joe? They can find my next recording um, on the interwebs. Also, yesterday I got into a fight with someone because he just kept saying the website, like, as the internet. I was like, oh, you can go on the website and find it. And they're like, what website? And I was like, the website. The website that has everything. <laughs> you they're know. Like, which one? The I was internet. Like, the one where you can, like, Facebook. And they're like, oh, so Facebook, the website? And I was like, no, but, like, the website where, like, you can Facebook and Twitter and Google. <laughs> and I am to be like, what website allows you to do that? I was like, the website. The website. someone's like, do you fucking mean the internet? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> Do please forgive me. I have cabin <laughs> fever and also a regular fever. And also a regular <laughs> fever. Um, Joe Daniel BB on Twitter, Petty Prince Jr. on Instagram. Um, I couldn't help a podcast on iTunes. Your fate bad movie on iTunes. Um, don't email me. I hate emails. Also, Google just released that thing where they're like suddenly no one has any space on your Google, so you have to delete a bunch of shit. Wait, what? I haven't seen that. What? On, like, your Google Drive? Yeah. What? Well, because, like, your Google Drive is attached to your Google Photos, which is attached to your Google email. Right. And a lot of people just got notices because you only get, like, 15 megabytes, gigabytes, something bytes yeah. of storage. Yeah. And everyone's like, wait, why, why did this suddenly happen? Like, I haven't done anything drastically different in the past, like, week. Hmm. And now it says that I'm over budget. Not over budget. Over space. And I probably won't get any email. Wild. And I'm like, what do I have to delete? I don't have a lot of things. Like, right. I have photos. I don't have anything. I didn't get any emails, so apparently I'm just not that popular. I don't have a lot of storage. I went through, like, all past 3,000 of my emails that I've ever had when I'm with Gmail, and I've reduced it down to 30. Damn. And didn't make a fucking dent. Really? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And then I deleted, like, some longer video videos that I had on my Google Photos and mm. it dropped it down from 22 to 19.2 What is that Gigabytes about? or megabytes. I also don't understand what this space is. I was like, I didn't do anything differently. I just noticed because it couldn't back up my new photos. That's wild. Yeah. I might have to take a look into that because I rely on Google Photos yeah. heavily. Where can <laughs> people find you, Paige? They can find me at Paige Clarno on Twitter, at Paige in Reno Land on Instagram and TikTok. Shut up. I'm great on TikTok. So stop it. Stop laughing. Stop putting liquid on my carpet with your laughter. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Paige Clarno, comma, podcaster, etc. You can just Google me. And so much stuff comes up. I just updated my website. I'm very proud. I finally remembered what my Weebly login was. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, let's talk about how I do film and stuff now. So, and the podcast. The podcast is up on there as well. So, if you ever need to remember where to listen, you can go to pageclarno.com, click on podcasts, and click on the links. Boom. And you can find us... Um, at I Couldn't Help a Podcast on Facebook. And we swear on Chanel on Twitter and Instagram. And I Couldn't Help a Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And we still have room and space. <laughs> we will. We'll have it. It's fine. We never use it, so it's okay. Like, we literally just have the episodes on there at this point, so. That's fine. That's, that's all we need it for. That's all we need it for. So, I hope that your 
January ends up great, you guys. And we will see you next month. Yeah. You say that you're like, what? Were we not wearing horny anymore? I was like, I know. What are we? we Here's the thing. I'm going to New York next week. (laughs) So we can't record. So Paige is going to be the sex and the city. I am going to be the sex and the city. So if you want to follow my Instagram stories, I will probably be uploading so much bullshit that it's not even funny. And it's going to be great. I'm going to just, like, be in Brooklyn the first couple of days. And I'm just going to live it up in Brooklyn with my cousins. Fuck yeah. So it's going to be fun. I'm going to be like, yeah, that's right. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And then so I'm going to go to Midtown, which is, like, the epitome of tourist trap. Ew. But that's where my conference is, so I can't do anything about it. But I'm going to go see Beetlejuice. <gasps> I'm so excited. Who's in the cast right now? The same people that were in the cast before, because it just opened, and they're going to close soon. So, like, oh. there's no changing. Like, no one's going to take over for anybody else. Are you going to go see the real housewife, Erica Jane, in Chicago? I'm not. No. Dang it. I'm not going to be doing that. I'm so sorry to you. And, and to Amanda McHenry. Amanda McHenry. <laughs> matters, too. <laughs> Once I saw that fucking little teaser, I sent it to her. She was like, oh, my God, booking my trip to New York now. <laughs> she's She's so cute. I felt so bad. Because she messaged me and she was like, girl, if you're going to New York, like, you have to walk everywhere, you have to do anything, everything, like, just, like, just be part of it. It's going to be great. And I'm like, here's the thing. No. I'm a single woman who's very short and very easy to overpower because she's chubby in New York City. And everything that I, like, every time that I will have spare time to do something, it will be dark out. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, Oh yeah, never mind. Don't don't explore too much. <laughs> it was like, yeah. This is the thing. This is the thing about traveling alone that really sucks. Like when I was in a relationship, when I was in a marriage, I'd be like, Yeah, let's go here and let's do the things and let's go because we would be doing them together and there would be no like sense of danger and now I have to think about that and that really sucks. But we'll see. Why should I date you? I need a bodyguard. Why should I date you? Because I need someone to keep me safe. Is the most Neanderthal of all reasons to be in a relationship. My best friend growing up, her aunt and uncle got a divorce because her aunt was like, I don't think you can protect me if someone were to break into our home. And he was like, what? Wow. And she was like, yeah. And he's like, what about like all these other things where I like provide and I do this and I do this and right. I love you and I'm happy with you and we have grown together and we have all these plans together. She's like, I don't think you can protect me. So I don't want to marry you anymore. And then they got a divorce. Holy shit. That's crazy. That is not why I got a divorce, but... And that's what you missed on Glee. That's what you missed on Glee. Glee! Ah. All right, you guys. Um, Have a great rest of your January, and we will see you next month. And remember... Always always wear wear a condom. condom. Bye. Bye! It's not stopping. It's not stopping!